Hi, and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me, as always, is Justin Davis. Justin, happy Saturday. How the hell are you? Hey, Nick. I've been up since 6 a.m. chasing a two-year-old around, so I'm thrilled to be sitting here doing this now. This is way easier. Dude, you uh, you got to be wide awake then. You're like halfway through your day. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm wide awake right now. I had coffee, so yeah, I'm nice. good to go. Me too. Me too. I like I like doing it. There's the nice thing about doing it on a weekend is like I was not like I have to go through a full day of work and uh can really oh, yeah. uh, can really uh use the focus and energy now. So, speaking of focus and energy, Justin gets to kick it off with his monthly recap, which is always a really good exhaustive list. And I'm always this is my this is my favorite part of the podcast because I, I'm I'm learning from you right now, and I'm really curious to see what's out there in case I miss something good. So, so shoot. Okay, so one of the biggest thing that things that happened this past past month was um, there was a Cyberpunk 2077 mod that was released by uh, Luke Ross. He's this guy. He does a lot of mods. Like I did, uh, I did a full playthrough of Horizon Zero Dawn with one of his mods, and he did Red Dead Redemption Two and the Mafia games and some and some others too. And, oh yeah, GTA Five. He did well. Um, so you have to be a Patreon member to get his mods. And I played it, and it, it's it runs okay, but you have to put everything on low, and you're you're gonna need a pretty good PC to even do that. So, you know, I did a video of it so you could see. But in the video, you can't tell what my VR performance is like. It looks you know way better in the video, but it, it's playable. And he, he keeps updating it because there's some like weird control quirks and he, he just is continually updating it. Um, so if you're big into that game, Cyberpunk, then yeah, I would recommend it. But like, don't expect it to run well. Um, I don't know. Maybe wait till you can get like a, a 4080 or a 4090 or whatever the hell is going to come next. Yeah, um, I don't even know. I mean, here's the thing. It's like you can throw these really good cards at it, but if it's not kind of optimized for VR from the ground up, then it's, it sort of doesn't matter that much, right? Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. I just bought a 3080 TI and I already had a 3080, but EVGA sent me an email saying, Hey, you're, we, we've just gotten this uh, card available for you. And I was like, Oh shit. I guess I'm gonna do it because it's not often that they I, I actually can buy a card at retail. So I bought it and sold my 3080, but like it's not a big difference. Um at best it might be there might be ten more frames per second, maybe. But it's hard it's really hard to tell a difference. So Yeah, that's interesting because I um you know, I'm on my twenty eighty, which came out in twenty eighteen, right? It's 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 yeah. not new. But I feel like if I'm playing a game and it's not performing well, it's usually the game is not optimized, right? Like because Definitely. most things yeah. right now that is still it's not necessarily overkill, but it's more than enough for flat games. It's more than enough for VR games. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm certainly tempted. To, like imagine a world where the uh, 4000 series is available and you can actually purchase it for the retail price. I yeah. probably would get it and, and sell the other one, but uh, even then, I'm like, I wonder. I wonder how much of an improvement it's really going to make um, with what's what we're kind of given as games right now and how demanding the games are. I bought the 3080 Ti 
expecting that when the 4080 and 4090 come out, I won't be able to buy one anyway. So I was like, well, let me just get this. And the reason I got it was, yeah, all these flat to VR mods, they are a lot of them. Most of them are really, really resource intensive. And I just, I wanted everything I could throw at them. So that's why I got it. It it was probably stupid because like that cost me like 500 bucks over my 3080. Um, so you make money but, selling because you got, but you got that at retail, right? So you're probably able to sell your, your 3080, well, right? And actually I didn't buy money. the 3080. It oh, was you got a, it as a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I got it as a gift and that was over retail. That was, that might've been 1200. Jesus. The 3080 sold on eBay for less. And oh, wow. the 3080 TI retail was 15 something. Ooh, Jesus, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little crazy. It's uh, I know. I get it you know like I I have that like kind of temptation um I'm able to kind of squash that emotionally I'm, I'm always tempted mm-hmm. for a second but yeah I get it I get it yeah see that it was because it was an email from EVGA I was like oh this doesn't happen very often yeah oh, I don't know crazy times uh, man yeah so then uh, Vox Machina I played I put over ten hours into that and we'll talk about that I did a video of that too. Uh, Resident Evil 2, I, I played all the way through that in VR, um, and that was awesome. I used a smooth, a smooth. it's not just smooth locomotion. What it does is, in this, one of the problems with the mod is there's this left-to-right head bob, and I'm sure you noticed that when you played. Yeah, it's annoying. Then, yeah, this mod smooths it out. So, like, it's smooth just like Half-Life Alex, basically. You have to get, um, like, download a mod installer, right? But it's I'm sure that's, like, super easy. You, you don't have to do the mod installer, but... It's better because with the mod installer, you can just click a button and turn it on and off. Whereas if you if you just drop the file in, which you can do, it, it says it on Nexus mods that you can just drop the file in there instead. But then you'd have to like delete the file and then, or move the file out and then move the file back in. And that uh, fluffy manager is easier to use, I think. Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a high-res textures mod. I didn't really notice much difference, so... I don't think you should even bother. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. Um, oh, but one issue with that smooth that smooth mod is that there were some crashes that I was getting, and I talked to the guy that made that mod, and you know, I sent him my save files, and he figured out what the issue was, and he just released a, a 1.1 version where he where he fixed it. So, dude, that's you're doing a lot for the community. That's awesome. Seriously. Yeah. And now he now that he's figured that out, he said, now I'm going to do Resident Evil Three. Uh, he's going to make that smooth. Um, so I don't know if I want to wait for that. He said that'll, I don't know, that could take a couple weeks to get that done. Because he said he had, there's like 2,000 different frames of animation that he has to edit. And a lot of it's manual work to make that work. <laughs> Holy shit. It, I don't it's know. worth it, though. I mean, that drove yeah. me nuts when I was, I, I, I played it. I tried yeah. it. And, um, you know, it's... I had to play with the graphics a lot. It just was getting in reprojection land and had to really just kind of do a lot of like trial and error to get it to work just kind of okay. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I got the graphic, I got the frame rate working okay, still like reprojection land for the most part. But yeah, the head bob is super annoying. Um, I hate clicking on the stick to run which you've got to run in that game because you know you know how the uh controllers are in index right yeah yeah and i don't know if you can easily change the binding on that or i what i would change it to 
there's some custom bindings. I saw one where you hold the trigger to run. So maybe that one. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that tip. I'm going to have to look into that. There was also a binding where if you just press the, the left analog stick all the way forward, it makes you run. But that one I was finding really hard to use. It was making me, because sometimes when you run and then change direction fast, did, have you, did you felt yourself getting like all bound up and like acting weird? Um, not really. I mean, the, the game right. is, is, I mean, Resident Evil's kind of jank to begin with in some mm-hmm, ways yeah. that you try to make a mod on top of it. Like I, I probably have like an hour, hour and a half into it, maybe at most. Mm-hmm. And it's weird too. Like the graphics, I don't have the high res thing, but the graphics look like really good in some areas and then just really bad in some areas. Like it's all over yeah. the board. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. The characters especially look really good, but then there are some textures on the wall that look extremely low res. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. not a VR thing. Like, yeah, that's Capcom of, just, yeah, not uh, worrying about those textures. I guess it just makes me like really wish that Capcom did this and made a really good VR game. Like, you know, like what they did with like whoever did the Quest Two version of Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. right? Like, because man, I'd love to play this in good graphics and VR that's optimized and was you know not just kind of somebody which God bless him taking the time to mod it. Cause it's like, it's so close and yet it's also so far. And, and like mm-hmm. I, I, my tolerance for jank these days is like, there's barely any gas in that tank. Yeah. And oh, I, I, there's a rumor that resident evil four that they're working on that like making a remake for that. So if that actually comes out, then I'm sure they'll end up, we'll end up getting a mod for that too, uh, for PC. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried, I also got to try Resident Evil 7 with motion controls. This isn't out publicly yet, but I got to test it and that worked really well. I mean, the motion controls and everything, and it was room scale because the public one right now, there's no room scale and there's no motion controls. You have to use a gamepad. But what I got to try was worked really well. But again, performance is an issue. I think I tried it on my 3080. I can't remember if it was a 3080 or 3080 Ti. And once I got to the scene, there's a scene where you're around a dinner table with that crazy ass psycho family. And once I was walking around that area, it was like, oh, this performance is bad. And uh, but my the settings were up high. I I didn't get to mess with that. You got to get the settings lower for Resident Evil Seven. Um, so then uh, Population One, I tried this new Metropolis map. And uh, it's like way more vertical and there are bounce pads where you can bounce up really high. I like the bounce pads a lot. What did you think about those? Totally. That's a thing yeah. from... Um, Half-Life? No. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Fortnite. But yeah. Oh, it it's, is? It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the Metropolis map is like all about... that. This is where verticality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a very vertical yeah. map and it's really cool. Really, really, really good job with that. Did you have a hard time figuring out where the hell you were? Um, and like, I guess because it's a brand new map, we don't know where to go. Yeah, I mean, I can you can always pull up the map and kind of get a sense yeah. of where you go. You know, I'm always kind of focused on being in the in the square and stuff. You know, uh-huh. but the, I I think it's just a testament to like there's there's a lot going on and it's again it's really well done and um mm-hmm. I I love Population One like the fact that they just keep on working on it, building on it. Um, it's got a really really strong community. Such a great game. It looks yeah, like it, sh- it looks like ass, but like, <laughs> yeah, 
you know, for the fact that you and I have like, well, you have like a beast video card and we're playing on PC and I'll talk more about that. Um, but yeah, it looks like ass. Yeah. And this new mod broke the vest. It did under yeah. understandable. So, so like the, the, yeah. the mod will, the mod, they'll eventually fix it. Yeah. yeah. So I also played Ragnarok, uh, with the vest, with the vest, that game is so much better. I mean, I already liked it a lot, but like with the vest, I think it's really, it's, it's way better. So that I don't even, I don't normally even play, uh, rhythm games, but once I got this B haptics vest, that's what really got me to keep it. Um, playing these rhythm games with this vest because i don't know it's just uh so much so much better and like when you hit the symbols you know when you get charged up the the vest you know it it, it vibrates all around you like it's electricity and uh every every drum hit is vibrating but i, I think you might get annoyed by that right you know it's too much vibration um i guess it really depends on the game right mm -hmm. like Maybe in a music game, it's fine. Like I, the okay. the my criticism for too much vibration is if you're playing a gun game, then if you have it's constantly vibrating, then you lose the benefit of understanding when you're getting shot, right? Which is um you know it's an alert. But yeah, dude, I'm glad that I'm glad you're finding value in the vest. That's awesome. I'm happy. Yeah, for you. definitely. And so, brand new DLC just came out. It's paid. It's it was like five bucks, and you get six new songs. So I tried that last night. One of the songs was twelve and a half minutes long and like really fast even on the easiest setting um so that was pretty crazy so then i did half-life alex with the vest also and play, going back to half-life alex i just felt like this game is so slow i don't know if you've ever gone back to it and played any of these uh these workshop levels or anything i have not we're almost on the two-year anniversary of that game yeah it, it, Maybe there's a way, there probably is a way to make your movement faster in that game. I need to look that up. But I... like, it, after playing these games that I'm used to, like Pop 1 and Compound and everything else, man, I feel slow in that game. By the way, I'm uh, Ragnarok, so I, I'm, we must have missed it. It came out on uh, Quest on, in October. Oh, so, really? yeah, I'll have to hop back in now that I got the vest. And, you know, the, the, the rhythm games are always fun to play for me for, like, you know, 20 minutes. And then I yeah. sort of put it on the shelf for God knows how long. But um, it'd be cool to play, like, a multiplayer game again with people or friends. Yeah, we did. I did uh, multiplayer with Goran and two other guys. Okay. Um, from our, our Discord? Yeah, from the Discord, yeah. Yeah, by the way, there's a plug for our Discord. Highly recommend uh if you're listening to to join that, that's a really really good community um, there. You can you can uh, you should be able to find the link on the VR Gaming Podcast Twitter page, or you can just if for some reason you're having trouble, you can reach out to uh, um, VR Gaming Podcast at gmail .com. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> but but yeah um, yeah VR Gaming Podcast at gmail .com If you can't get it from the Twitter, but there you go. All right, then I I played Contractors with you. Uh, we were both using our vests. We, what, you had some vest issues, but was that just like a setting? Was that all it was, or did it no? Did it there's stop a bug. Working? There's, oh, a, there's bug a bug with it. Yeah, okay. um, you might have gotten lucky. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. gone back in and tried to play it, but other people are having the issue where it's like you enable it, it doesn't work, then you leave and come back, and it might work. So that was that was frustrating. Ragnarok has that same issue, where sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And, yeah, you know, I don't know. I blame the developer. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, we we noticed that yeah, some of the levels and contractors looked great, and some looked like shit, just like in um, in Onward. Yeah, and I know um, contractors got like um, custom maps just recently, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of that or if it's something else. But yeah, the the quality is kind of all over the board on yeah. that game. We were going to review it this podcast, but we'll we'll do it some other time, maybe maybe if ever. You and I are like lukewarm on that game. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, I played Walkabout with some people from a different Discord. I haven't played that game enough. Uh, I played Compound, of course. Um, still trying to unlock all the trophies in that game. I, I I did a little bit of Cookout. I didn't play it with anybody. I just did like the tutorial and maybe the first level. I think that was on sale or something. Or maybe I got it in a bundle. That might have been what it was. I did Grapple Tournament. Did you get that? Grapple tournament. I think I did. That's around the time I was playing like Hyper Dash because it's kind of like that, right? It's a uh-huh. um, or like an arena shooter, you want to call it. Yeah, but you can, you can. It's like Windlands where you can shoot out a, a yeah. rope and pull yourself. Yeah. Did you like that? I I only did like the intro and I didn't get time to actually play with people. Gotcha. But I don't. I was curious what what you think of it if you remember it. It didn't. Um, there might be a good game there. It just didn't grab me the way like you know, like Hyper Dash did. Like I really, I haven't played Hyper Dash in a while, but um, I think it's a really fun kind of game to go on and jump in and shoot around. And I, I don't know, I, I preferred Hyper Dash over that. So I never really went back. And you probably don't play Hyper Dash because of Population One. Yeah, Population One is is just like, you know, I all have limited free time and, you know, there's there's games that just grab my attention and, and Pop One has, has been the dominant one for the last few months. They've been crushing it, especially with the events and the updates. Like, just yeah. they came out pulling me back in. That's what a good game does. I think yeah. if they weren't doing any updates or events, um, I wouldn't be playing it as much, right? But they keep on giving me a reason to return to the game. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, the Dark Method is this game that, like, I had my eye on for a while because it had good reviews. But it's one of these games. It's you know, it's an indie. It's, it might be one developer. Where like it has good reviews, then you play it and you're like, why does this have good reviews? And then I looked at the reviews closer and I was like, well, most of the reviewers had like very few reviews. And that's when I'm like, oh, this is a bunch of fake reviews. Bunch like, of bullshit, yeah. Yeah, yeah you come across those, yep. Yeah. So either he got his friends or he paid somebody, I don't know, to, to do that. Because uh, I refunded it. The other option is actually making a good game. Yeah, that's the other one, yeah. It felt like an early VR game. Mm-hmm. Um and it was yeah, and the retail, I think the main the the full price is like 25 bucks. But it was on sale. I can't remember what I got it for. Uh so then there was this Steam Next Fest thing again where they give you there's a bunch of free, de- you know, demos and a lot of them were shit, but I listed here some that were interesting. There's Green Hell that that was already a flat game, but they made a VR version of it, and um, it's it's similar to the forest, but probably not as good as the forest. From what I saw, the performance was an issue. Everyone had an issue with performance. Um, you know, even people with thirty eighties, thirty nineties. So they're gonna have to fix that. It's gonna come out on Quest too. So I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna have to really dial back on Quest to make yeah. it perform. 
Yeah, dude, I don't, that's, maybe the, I feel like they're like, let's do a VR thing. And then they're <laughs> discovering that you can't just yeah. build a VR game on top of a 2D game. Yeah, no. And like the interactions with stuff, it was a lot of the stuff you have to, I don't remember the forest, how you pick things up. Do you have to do it all? Like if there's a log on the ground, do you have to get down, like crouch and, and pick it up? Or is there can't a uh, little, I don't know if there's like a little like, circle that indicates that you've selected that item yeah i can't remember because that's how it works in this game like you're standing and you just like point down and like you see this little circle that indicates all right this item is selected and then you just hold grip it's probably not too far from that you know uh-huh. and maybe it's a okay. little better but it's definitely not like you know like a real vr game okay all right, then I played Buccaneers: The New Age of Piracy. I thought this game was really cool. You're you're a pirate. You get to you pilot, or you're, you're the captain of a ship, and you have uh, and you're controlling the ship, and you have guys uh, that are manning the cannons, and you can you're shooting at other ships, and then you can also you know you you set sail to certain destinations. So then you get on land, and you're walking around ta- towns and talking to people, and and you're going to shops, and you're getting new missions, and um. It, I thought it was really interesting. The graphics were like the Morrigan level. Yeah. You that's know. stylized, right? Like yeah. For yeah. a small development team, that's a way to get around that. But but I thought it was cool. So I wish listed that. Then the other one that's worth talking do you, about. Do you ever play the game no. uh, Sid Meier's Pirates back in the day? I don't think so. Okay. Is that a PC game? Oh, yeah. It's from the, like the 90s, and then they made like versions even in, in the 2000s. But I no, think I that's kind of like the concept of like getting pirate ships, upgrading, going to town, okay. buying stuff. Looks like this is like a, a simplistic VR version of it. I didn't play Buccaneers, but that's the sense that I got. Okay. And so the last one we're talking about is We Are One. This is a puzzle game. And the graphics are really cool. So, like, the backgrounds are black and white, but then, like, you know, all the actual characters and the enemies are, like, really vivid. Like It's really high contrast is what it looks like. So that that drew me in. And then it, it messes with time. So you're going to go in and maybe shoot an enemy and then throw a gun over a wall. And then you're going to rewind time. And then you're going to go to the other side of the wall and then wait for your previous version of yourself to throw that gun over to you. And then you're going to do whatever you need with that gun on the other side of the wall. Um, so there was another VR game called Transpose that has a similar... Uh, theme a similar idea there um that game was too hard for me i tried to beat it and i couldn't i wasn't smart enough but uh yeah this game i'm interested in that i wish listed that one gotcha. and that's it you know random thought whatever happened to servios um what's their last game well they had a pirate they had a pirate game well their last game that they put out for VR was Walking Dead Onslaught, which was oh, garbage. And that that's was what happened to Servio. Twenty <laughs> September 2020. And then they put out a 2D version of Creed in oh, September yeah. 2021. So, yeah. They emailed me and gave me a free key to and wanted me to play that, and I forgot to. Yeah, they're dead, basically, right? Like That's like yeah. that's some backpedaling shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe after, yeah, Walking Dead Onslaught, they just... Maybe they just gave up on VR. I don't know. I don't know. They must have made some money off of Quest, though. When they oh yeah, and they have Creed, they have Creed the VR version on Quest. That yeah, probably sells a lot. They probably did all right. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. all right. So what did what did I play? Uh, I played Vox 
Machina, which we're going to review. And I played Pop 1, of course, which I mentioned. Uh, I played Contractors, which is meh. I, I hopped back into After the Fall just because I hadn't been in there for a while. So I, I wish I want to pull like a George Lucas and just go back in time and change my rating from like nine to like seven of that game. I was kind of hot on it. I was like, oh, game of the year. Like I was just kind of it's like a game that I wanted to be good or what's there is OK, but there's just not enough content. And they just added a horde mode. So I hopped in right before this podcast to check it out. And it's exactly like you would think it is. It's just way like uh, you go in there and you just stay in one spot, basically like a little small area, and you just shoot waves of waves of boring um, zombies. Like it's just like 2016 VR and mm. slap that mode in there and like they're doing work. It's just ugh. the game is yeah. such a disappointment because they have the like, they have the foundation of of game and they just don't have the content. Yeah, Arizona Sunshine had that same mode. That same horde thing. Yeah, it's I I quit. I like it was just going on and like the you know the first few levels of horde mode is always boring. You're just like wasting your time. Yeah. You want to get to the part where it's you know if the game was good, it would probably let you start at like wave ten or something. But what whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, played Resident Evil two. It's you know I don't I don't know why I do this to myself. You know I not a huge Resident Evil fan, but I really wanted this to be something better than it is. But I'm annoyed when when games are in reprojection. I'm annoyed by the head bobbing, which I'll, I'll work on fixing. Um, it's it's all right, you know. I I feel like I bought all these games when they were on sale, and it's probably just wasted money. But maybe one day I'll pop back in. We'll see. And then uh, I just hopped in onward, kind of to compare a little bit to contractors and just see that. But um, most of this time was spent playing Vox Machina. Like that was that was. That was my jam. All right, um, we'll talk more about that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. We'll make you guys get past the news. But speaking okay. of news, it's all you, man. All right. So some of the big news this month was uh, the PSVR two. They they actually showed images of it, and it looks uh, very to me very similar to the original PSVR. It's white and black, but the front has four cameras, just like Quest. And um, there's an attached cable on the left side of the rear headband. Some people were upset that it didn't look like it's detachable. And also, it's kind of weird that like they don't put the cable in the back. Instead, it's on like the left side, like kind of near your ear. But I'm sure that I'm sure you can just route it maybe with a cable tie, because the original might be the same way. Then they said they're going to have ventilation to prevent fogging. I think it's just going to be basically holes and I don't, they didn't say anything about a fan or active cool you know, ventilation or anything. It doesn't have built in audio. You're going to, the original PSVR didn't either. So it came with earbuds. So I'm, I'm assuming this will too. I don't think they actually said that, but it, it probably will come with earbuds. I ended up modding on some other uh, like man, man, like Mantis headphones um myself because like if i wanted to put someone else into vr i didn't really want to who wants to use someone else's earbuds like would you want to do that no yeah no yeah so that's why it's disgusting yeah exactly so they said it's going to have a slight weight reduction and there's a 
there's a leak from I think PSVR without parole. They said they have some sources saying this thing's going to come out in early 2023. Most people are hoping late 2022, but rumors are early 2023. And um, supposedly there have already been like over 2,000 dev kits sent out to developers since October of 2021. Hmm. So hopefully lots of stuff's in the works. Yeah, I mean, they got their work cut out for themselves with the fact that Quest 2 exists, you know? Like, yeah, they're kind of crushing it with that. It's probably going to be the vast majority just older games just ported to PSVR 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Gabe Newell said about Steam Deck and high-performance standalone VR, quote, we're not really there yet, but this is a stepping stone. So that was kind of deflating. Dude, super, um, uh, super disappointed in Valve. You know, yeah. like they they showed a commitment to VR. Mm-hmm. Working on Alex, Half-Life Alex, which is a phenomenal game, like a must-have game. They come out with the Index. This is all the way back in 2020 they did, right, with the Index at this point? 2020? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So is it is it is it 2020 or is it 2019? I can't remember. Dude, I have no fucking concept of, of time. <laughs> yeah. I think it came out in 2019. Yeah, it very well might have. I... But they were like, they were showing that they're invested in it, and now nothing. Like, yeah. no other VR games. Like, come on. Like, the way they have, the, the thing is, the interesting thing is, is Valve is not like other companies, where they just make money off the sales of games with their platform. So they can fuck around, they can be creative, they can take risks. A lot of companies, places can't take risks. They can they can totally do that. Um, but they also need to be the competitor and um, to take down Facebook and, and, and compete against them and offer, not, not take them down, but just to provide some competition in the marketplace. And uh, I'm not, based on what you said and, and, and that article, it's like, we're not going to see anything from Valve in a long time in terms of VR, which is really sad. Yeah, I wish they could just do an Index 2 and just forget about the, the standalone shit and just, like, give us wireless or, you know, higher res. Just some something. Uh, of course, higher res means even worse performance, so maybe we don't need that. Yeah, 100%. I don't know why they couldn't, why they couldn't have focused an effort on making this wireless. Like, you know, enough time has gone by since the production and and the release of the index, you know, uh, like, why can't we have that now? Yeah, I think they acted like they were working on an adapter or something for for index. I mean, it seems like a next logical step. You know, uh, we've had wireless VR with, um, you know, Vive was doing it. Mm -hmm. There's that port in the front of the Mm -hmm. index where you can plug in a USB for something. So, like, they obviously, like had that as a as an option or an idea at some point and, and it seems like they clearly have given up on it maybe steam deck just took all the resources and they're just focused on that i don't know probably yeah i, I mean i i get throwing everything behind one product to making sure that product's good hopefully the steam deck out they they just regroup and get back to vr because we, we need to keep on pushing this platform forward and especially now that you've got so many more people into vr than when you did in 2019 when you released the index and you've got all this this base of players that are on quest 2 
and a lot of those have PCs and are connecting their Quest 2 to the PC, they'll, they'll, the, you've got a bigger market now. And you've got all the, the Index 1 owners who are, who are you know, licking their lips ready for what's next. And here's what I'm wondering. So uh, the Steam Deck, it's an x86-based thing. It's all, it's all PC components. And the battery, so it only lasts 1.5 to 2 hours from what I'm reading. Because PC components, like, they require more power than like an arm cpu which is what you know running android like what's in quest that's arm that's way more power efficient um and so steam deck you know it runs out runs out of energy one and a half to two hours that's at 1280 by 800 resolution at 60 hertz so i don't know if they're trying to make this standalone vr be x86 and like you need a monster battery to like last long enough at the resolution needed in the hertz so maybe I don't because Steam is all x86 PC based. I don't know if it's taken them a while to trans to to like move to mobile, you know, systems, like or if they're just trying to figure out how they can best optimize a PC standalone headset, like PC based hardware inside the headset. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I know the, the, the radio silence is deafening, right? You know, and mm-hmm. that's kind of their MO, but um, hard to believe that we're in 2022 and uh, there's nothing on the horizon for PC folks to like look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, there was that Pimax thing that was, <laughs> was a joke, and then that thing just totally disappeared. Um, what yeah. the hell was that thing called? Uh, Pimax Garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Garbage so, 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Zuck, uh, Mark Zuckerberg did an interview where he said, uh, face and eye tracking are their focus over making headsets thinner and lighter. And um, Yeah, because he wants his stupid horizon things. He wants everybody um, just living in like little closets in this metaverse. Exactly. And he, I think he wants to be able to track where you're looking so they can uh, you know, sell that and and better uh better serve you ads i don't doubt it dude yeah i don't doubt it fuck meta (laughs) and uh okay as far as upcoming new releases the only ones i can think of uh moss 2 is coming out march 31st but it's psvr only and that was a temp like I think for like four months it was PS the original was PSVR only and then it came to PC so I'm just gonna wait for PC on that one. Then there's this uh, this game Tentacular that's coming out March 24th on Steam and Quest. The publisher is Devolver Digital, which has made a lot of like really good games. So this might be good. It's it's a weird premise where you're a sea monster with tentacles, and but you're not just like smashing the town. You're actually helping the people and building structures and things. But like, I think you can go nuts and smash the town if you want to. I think there's an actual story involved. I'm not sure. Yeah, look um, at it. It's like a little kid's game. and It does. Yeah, the graphics are kitty. Devolver Digital is a good publisher, though. Like, when they, yeah. like you got my attention when you said the publisher's name. Yeah. What's the shadow, shadow something? Um... I can't remember the name of it. But like part three just came out. Um, it's some sort of F- crazy ass FPS type of game. If you click on Devolver Digital, 
on Steam, you'll see like so many games they've come out with. Oh, Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. That there game you go. was around the nineties, like you know. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like the first Devolver game I think I remember playing was uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah, yeah. That's a great game. Yeah. Um, oh, they made they published Gorn. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I I didn't realize that either. Maybe they're a new publisher to it or something. Maybe not the original. I'm not. I don't know. But yeah, they're mm-hmm. listed there. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So Ultra Wings Two got delayed. It's coming for on Steam at least. It's coming out April 2022. That's that you know flying game where you you actually use motion controls to to control your plane and you can shoot and stuff. Um. So that's it for releases. I I know. Do you know of any others? No, sadly, no. I mean, okay. there's always ones that kind of come out and surprise us. And yeah. <laughs> I think the the once a month podcast is pretty good because we can usually find something to at least be like, oh, it's not bad. And here's a recommendation. Um, but just, this is how I'm going to segue. Our review for this month is Vox Machine. Uh, it's by Space Bullet Dynamics Corporation. It originally came out in September 26, 2018, long ago. Um, why this has kind of garnered our attention again is it, it 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 popped up I think in kind of like the new releases because they added a single player campaign on March third, twenty twenty two. So it's almost like I think a lot of people might be looking at this game like it just came out or it's like new. And then uh, I think like last month they just put it on Quest too. So this is um, I don't know. It's really uh, it's it's. I I played this game. Well, let me let me say the price. The price is twenty four ninety nine. It's currently sitting at ninety percent on um, Steam and I think Quest as well. It's I mean it's getting good reviews, although not a lot of not a lot of reviews, but a lot of good reviews. So um, I played this. I got this game when it first came out and back way way back in twenty eighteen, which is hard to believe. That's almost four years ago. Um, you know, people have had kids and those kids are like in preschool at this point in between this game coming <laughs> out and, and, um, kind of this relaunch, if you want to call it. Um, and, and I actually went back and I saw that I did a review of it and was, was saying how good the graphics are and stuff, but it was, um, what was there at the time was just a multiplayer game and it, it seemed really good and, um, it didn't have a huge base of players and I played it and liked it, but I never, it never really stuck. Maybe I put a couple hours into it. Um, and then when I saw this come out again, it was like, oh, let's let's see what they've they've done in four years. And I was kind of intrigued by the single player game um, aspect of it. And um, this is, will be an interesting review because I've spent like all my time. I've got over 12 hours now and like almost like all that time is multiplayer. And you've you've gone through the entire single player campaign. Yeah, almost all of my time is in the campaign. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. You somebody yeah. had to do it. All right. Well, yeah. the overview and objective of the game is this is uh this is a mech game. You're in giant mechs. All right. And from the I can speak to the multiplayer perspective, you've got you've got your regular deathmatch. You can do up to um, sixteen player games, so eight mechs versus eight mechs, or you can branch off in teams of three or teams of four. You've got another mode where you're doing like a, a salvage mode where it was like um a random point will appear on the map and everybody goes to that point and tries to capture this. Like it's kind of like King of the Hill tried to capture that point, but like the point fights back at you because the salvage is like this kind of huge tank that will uh, also fire upon the enemy mechs. Um, what other modes do we have in there? There's, there's, Oh, there's like 
capture points and and like the capture points like if you capture the like fuel depot and your team controls fuel depot you have more like jump jets available and fuel to use so good for a uh, good variety of options in multiplayer and then this is um this is like a, a simulation style mech game right this is not like an arcade game where it's kind of like simple, really quick running gun. These things lumber around slowly. There's a lot of different mechs to choose from. I mean, there's more nimble mechs that can kind of move quicker, and there's like slower ones that can take more damage. Um, there's easier mechs to use for somebody who's just playing the game for the first time, and then there's mechs that require you know um, a lot of experience with the game, and I think that's that's really good. Um, you know, I I grew up and. I remember back in the 90s, I was super intrigued by the Mech Warrior series. And, you know, I, I had Mech Warrior 2 was my first Mech game. And I, I really have good memories of that game. And I remember getting Mech Warrior's Mercenary like a year or two after that game. And, and I, I never played Mech games after that, you know. But, like, I've always kind of maybe want to call it Titanfall is like a little bit of a Mech game. But I always liked, like, Mech Warrior 2. And this game gives me a lot of mech warrior 2 vibes to it you know being able to target like limbs on the mech and blow off like legs um under arms um just the kind of like the, the movement speed of it where it's more kind of working strategically as a team and positioning rather than having like one player dominate in like a more kind of arcade style game this is coordination this is managing your 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 movement speed this is rotating so like if you're taking damage in the front you let them hit your back or side um, this is managing kind of like your your jump jets and the amount of you know you know maybe doing bursts of the jump jets or not like not going up with your jump jumps really high and then crashing down and you know losing a leg <laughs> because because you didn't manage it so it's that's that's good knowing going into it i mean if you're old like me and you've played like MechWarrior 2 back in the day or MechWarrior Mercenaries, then I think you're going to instantly, this is going to feel like a dream come true uh, because now you're actually in the mech controlling it. Um, so before I go any further, Justin, what would you like to, to, to add to that, kind of the overview and objectives? Just that uh, I, I don't know if they already, already was this way, but you can play this in non-VR too. So uh, that helps with multiplayer. I don't know how many people are in there playing with That's just right. a regular screen. Yeah, they came out with that um, maybe a couple years ago, but that's that's right. That's awesome that they they did that. I, I mean, this, the fact that this came out on the Quest really has given this game new life. Not, not yeah. only the single player game that will I think draw some people in there, but the fact that it came out on the Quest is awesome. And this is when I'm like, good job, Meta. You, you know, as much as as much bad that you guys do, this is you've resurrected this game, um, and I'm thrilled about it because now there's a good player base in there. That's that's good news, and I think that they were making this game way back in maybe 2014. I mean, this game has been worked on yeah. for a long time, and I think they also have like some kind of investing. I don't know if if Meta or Facebook invested a little bit into them, but they or they might have gotten money from Oculus back in the day. But they they had a budget to work on it, and it definitely shows. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, and the graphics I think are really impressive in you know inside the uh, the mech, and then even. You know the terrain when you're walking around. Yeah, this the this is one of the this game has some of the best graphics in VR, full stop. Um, and it's funny after playing like 
you know, population one for so long and, you know, some other games that have kind of cross compatibility with um, Quest, you know, we've always said, oh, God damn you, Quest, you've, you've, you've given us these PC games with, with bad graphics. This is not the case at all. You know, this was a PC game first and foremost. So they, in, instead of downgrading the graphics on the PC to make it work on Quest, they, they just made a Quest version that works, unlike Onward. And the, the, when I jumped in the game, I was like, oh my God, this game looks really good. And that was like my review back in 2018. It looked good then. It looks just as great now. Um, just even small, subtle effects, like when your mech kind of opens up, I even see like kind of like this dirt fall from it. There's a lot of like just really crisp, nice detail and touches. Um, the, the explosion effects, the lasers, um, the like anti-aliasing is really good. And on top of all that, the game runs like a dream. I, I, I run it at 90 hertz. Um, I've got anti-aliasing on. I've got it cranked up a little bit in the super sampling. And, it, and I've got like everything on kind of like high. And this game looks really, really good. The terrain looks really good um, for, especially, you know, for VR. But not only VR, I think it just looks good, period. And it runs great. Like this is a really well-polished game. This is almost like... This is, it's, it's like, there must be something that keeps it from being a triple A game, but it might as well be a triple A game the way it looks and behaves and acts. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, like even touches like inside the cockpit, like you look up and the cables are swaying as your, as your mech is walking. Did you yeah, notice dude. that? No, I, I didn't, but that's, I, I, it's like, I didn't focus on noticing it, but like, that's mm -hmm. part of like that, this general sense when you're playing, like, this is a polished game. It's good. But like, yeah, that's that level of detail. It's. You can tell a lot of love in this game. You can tell it's been developed for a while, and um, it, it, I'm really excited, dude. I'm I, I I like this game a lot. I'm I'm so happy that um, it didn't die on the vine because there was something there, and um, you know I think it's gonna I think it's just gonna grow and get more attention and, and has the chance for even more expansion on it. When you did multiplayer, were there levels? Were, did, were there space levels for you? Because in the campaign, there's all these different. There's desert, lightning levels, lava, snow, and and then space. You're flying around in space. Yeah, there's all that, but space. There's no space level, oh, okay. which is weird for a mech game that there's a yeah. space thing. Like that doesn't seem doesn't seem to make sense at all. But I guess I mean, you guess you can you'll, launch a mech in space. You're flying around like from asteroids. It's like a, a ton of asteroids and you're, it's like you're mining asteroids and you're just like, it's a different type of mech that you're in um, that I guess was made for that mission. And um, yeah, it, it was, I did it in my video. I show a mission where I'm fighting a giant sandworm and then the next mission is the space mission. So you could see what that looks like. It's pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the single player campaign, right? Okay. This is the um, they I, as they advertise it, they've been quietly working on it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it was on anybody's radar that it wasn't on ours, and they launched it. And it's a I think a ten play a ten ten mission campaign, mm -hmm. and um, you know you've got everything from voice actors in it. I, I use the term maybe loosely to. Mm -hmm. um, like after you do a mech battle, you go like back to your ship and you actually can walk around the ship and talk to yeah. characters. I, um, I'm going to bow out really quickly because I fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, I got so annoyed with the campaign. Like it started off fine because it starts you in your mech. Mm -hmm. And then when it takes you back to your base, it's like, you've got to have these conversations Yeah, and they're just painfully boring. Yeah. Like, dude, like this is, uh, it's, like I want to be in this giant fucking mech shooting things, but you're making me have 
these stupid inane conversations. There's like one point, it's like, go see the chef. And you go and see yeah, the yeah. chef. He's like, I need to ask you if you have food allergies. Are you allergic to uh, um, seafood? And you got like type on your wrist, like yes or no. Are you allergic to this? Are you? And he's like, okay, now go talk to that person. And then you go yeah. talk to the engineer. He's like, can you hand me the wrench? And you just like, it's fucking months of wrench. Like I look at the wrench, it's tomorrow. Right? I hand it to me, he's like, thank you. I'm like, what is the fucking point of this? Like, <laughs> Somebody had a good idea in that team yeah. to to do a campaign. And great, I would love mm-hmm. a single player campaign. That's how I played Mech Warrior too. I'd like, I'd, I'd like to have some kind of feel the world, have a little bit of a story. Why am I doing this? But the execution could not be worse with those moments where you are like on the ship, and they're painfully boring. They're slow. They're tedious. There's absolutely no reason for it. I don't care about any of the characters. They're not interesting. And I feel bad because they spent, they wasted time on that where I think a better way of doing it is just, okay, put me in a mission and tell the story through the mission, through the characters. I don't need to be on the ship walking around doing stuff. Or if I have to be on the ship walking around, make it like five minutes instead of 15. And even five minutes is probably too long. So I've played through, because I wanted to see what some of the missions look like, I played through only two of the missions. And then, again, this comes down to there's only so much time to play games. I went back into multiplayer because I'm having an absolute blast in multiplayer. So you, on the other hand, um, God bless you, you somehow trudged through all the missions. So... What do you what What's your uh, take on them? It's it's the same basically, but I don't know. Like I think I hate myself or something, and I I want to subject myself to uh, you know pain. I'm a uh, what is that a I can't remember a, ma- a masochist perhaps. It's a masochist, yeah. Yeah, it's a masochist. Um, so I don't know. I have this thing where like once I start a game, a lot like especially because I like the mech part so much, I'm like I gotta get through this. I have to beat this game and see the credits. Like and I don't I don't know why I have that sickness. It's good follow through. Um, it's like a good follow through quality in like to an extent, right? My wife would tell you I don't follow through enough in real life, but in, <laughs> your video game <laughs> follow through game is is off yeah. the charts. Yeah. Maybe that's why I can't do it in real life. I I do it all in I've just exhausted all I can in video games something. So, yeah, I agree with yeah, everything you said. Uh, so, yeah, you're in the, the mech. You're doing those missions. It's great. And there's a video screen where your team is talking to you so they can do all the story then. Um, but then once you're, you've completed your mission, you yeah, you go back to the ship every time, and then you're walking around doing these ridiculous things. So you're walking around looking for party favors because they're going to have a party, and you have to go to every single person in the ship. So it's going to take you a while to even just find them all. And then you have to initiate the dialogue. You have to keep pressing the A button to like keep making them talk. And like eventually they, they've said enough things and then it's going to count to the game that, okay, you've completed talking to that person. Now you got to go to this person. And there are, there's like something like 10 characters in this game. There's a lot of people to talk to. Um, there's even a, a, a droid guy that you have to talk to a lot. And sometimes he'll be like, Hey, I don't know where my book went. Can you find my book? And then you gotta go walking around the ship. You're finding, the droid's bitch. Yeah, finding a book for this 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 droid, and he's probably the best character in the game, actually. Um, and he looks like uh, Johnny Five from Short Circuit. So maybe yeah, he that's does. why. I yep. Like him. Yeah. Yep. Um. So 
yeah, that part's torturous. You 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 go through all that talking to like you said the chef talking to the and, oh and their animations are really weird. Some of them they just like their torsos rotate while they're talking and like their arms and hands will will uh, clip into their body. Yeah, I saw the clipping. That was yeah. really weird and obvious because they all did it. Like it wasn't just yeah. like a little bit of clipping. It was just like right out of the gate, it's clipping. Yeah, I don't know how. You, maybe that's something that's so. So many games have clipping issues. Maybe that's something that's hard to fix. Because. Like they're odd. They seem this is like obvious. the worst I've seen it in a game. Yeah, yeah, no. And um, yeah, there are all these plays. Like, and there, and there were times where I got, I actually got stuck because I was like, "What have I not done to trigger the next bullshit?" So like, I had to actually go on the fucking Steam page, the discussions, and 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 read. And like, someone was like, "Oh, when I got to that part, I had to." stand in a specific spot and then press the a button and then it triggered the next thing i was like fuck so then I, you know it's, it's things like that um but i suffered through all that just just so yeah i could do the uh the mech missions and i mean the ship when you're walking around the ship it's just it's a first person view you know since this game is a seated game i just stayed seated instead of like stand because you do a mech mission then you do a walking around the ship mission then you do they a mech should have put the character you... in a wheelchair yeah they should have yeah that would have made more sense so I ended up using, yeah, both analog sticks, whereas I normally just do all physical turn in most VR games. But this is a seated game. Um, and the ship, it looked good. Uh, I, I, I thought that looked pretty good in there. Um, and obviously, yeah. like we already said, the, the mech itself, that's awesome. Um, so um, the voice, I thought the voice acting, I thought was good enough. I know some people have said it's, it was bad, but I think it's about the best you're gonna get for a made for VR indie indie game. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's at the level of VR, right? Like it's not yeah. terrible, but it's yeah. nothing if you're putting out a, like a bigger game. Was it the yeah. guy? Um, was the the British guy? Is the guy from uh, VR Oasis? Was that his voice? I, I sounded I, like him. I heard on his podcast he brought that up that people were saying that and that no, it wasn't him. That's fucking yeah. hilarious that it wasn't him because it sounded just like him, and they probably could have gotten him to do it for free or something. I don't oh know, yeah, he definitely would have done it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so. And he's got a distinctive voice. I mean, like, yeah. God, how many people are walking around sounding like him? That's that's great. And all right, yeah. all right. I bet I'm glad a lot you of these British. To... Sorry, I bet a lot of these British YouTubers get a lot of extra views just because of their voices. Like probably, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they they just sound more sophisticated than us at least to us yeah keep going on with this this mm -hmm. single player campaign yeah. that i've really saved moments of my life i'm loving it yeah so uh i don't know as far as the sound and the music do you remember the sound much it has a paid soundtrack on steam and um, i don't i don't really remember yeah it's kind of funny like i saw the paid soundtrack and it's just like i was like well who the hell wants to listen to this music like it's mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like atmospheric music and i think it's yeah. good for the game like you don't want to have like amped up metal or, or electronic music that's like bah, 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 bah. i don't think that because it's more of like a it's a slower pace strategic methodical simulation mm -hmm. and i think the music can be described as more kind of like ambient electronica and, and it's fine but it's it's like yeah your soundtrack is not something that uh i can't imagine too many people are rushing to get um mm. It's not bad. It's like I think it, it it falls in the category. It does the job without being remarkable. Yeah, and um, 
the sound effects, uh, I, I, I don't know. They they're convincing. I don't I don't really remember. You know, yeah, they seem they seem pretty good. The um, you know, kind of like your your AI robot like yeah. who talks to you. Like mm-hmm. I I wish it was. Have you ever played Mech Warrior two? No, I've never played any Mech Warrior game. I like that voice. I wish it was. I wish they just blatantly copied that voice. Okay. This voice is okay, but I, I, I like. I mean, it's just my personal preference. I rather have that style of voice. But what it does good in like, in um, multiplayer, it will say the name of the other. Like you killed, Mame Fam, mm-hmm. and it says their name, and that's 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 pretty cool. So I, I like again, like it's it's a nice little touch. Did you know there's a MechWarrior Five VR mod? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it's terrible. I'm just Probably. like these VR mods, like. <sighs> god like uh it's you get excited but the the jank and like i think the i, I don't want to get too derailed but it's always mm-hmm. like it makes me be like oh so close but you know mm-hmm. i don't want to yeah. compromise but yeah okay so uh i don't know you want to go into controls or do you want me to tell you more stories from the campaign because uh, um what well, were the, the when you actually got in the missions were the missions good Oh yeah, the missions were yeah. I like the missions. Um, you, you on the map, it'll it'll show you like the direction of your objective. So you just you you put your throttle forward, and then you start lumbering towards your objective. And then of course you use the jump jets to try to get there faster. And so usually there's like there's a place on the map. Let me get there, and that's going to trigger like you know maybe maybe there's some uh, building there that you know is gonna. They're going to be like, oh, well, this is something happened here. It's on. Oh, shit. It's on fire. Why is this on fire? And then we have to, like, go around more and uh, figure out. And then you'll end up seeing some some mysterious other mech. And you're like, wait, is that is that who's been, you know, fucking with our buildings? And then it'll fly away. And there's some sort of mystery in this thing where you don't know who's who's damaging, uh, you know, your your team's equipment and. I think you you end up finding out later on, um, and yeah, and sometimes you'll come across yeah you'll adversary mechs and you have to fight them, um, and like I said, sometimes you're flying in space and it, it changes up changes it up enough um, that it, yeah every every mission I liked and uh, looked forward to. Yeah, um, I just less comment on that is. I find it funny. There, there must have been people on that dev team was just like, this is like they must have known how bad like the moments are where you got to walk around the ship and do like this bullshit like mm-hmm. exercises and like they've got an awesome game that you're just kind of waiting to play in these missions. So I've got to laugh. Like whoever was on that team was it's a good. I told you so moment because I don't think anybody likes this bullshit that you got to go through on on the ship. So. Yeah. And, and that's not to say, like, I'm really glad that team put in a single-player campaign. I I saw the dev comment on a, um Oculus Quest review because somebody mm-hmm. was complaining about it, and, and the dev was like, oh, you can hold down B to skip the dialogue, or you, know, you, you could teleport around fast. But th- that's still way too long. What they really need to do is to go back in there and put an option to just play the missions and like to to go through the story via missions and and just to skip that part like you know should pop up do you want to do the ship part of the story do you want to get to the next mission like fucking next mission pronto yeah that would be much better yeah so in each on the ship mission 
So you have to walk around and, you know, talk to everyone and collect items and whatever. And then even after that, then there's now we're going to do a briefing. We're going we're going to tell you what your next mission is. They could just make it you just go straight to the briefing. Yeah. I think that'd be okay. Straight to the briefing yeah. would be fine. Like again, I'd still just want to hop in, but like that's like tolerable in my my book. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um yeah. The briefings are really short. I mean, you know, they're only a co- you know, could be yeah. just a couple minutes. That's how they should have done it. 100%. Yeah. Tell and then tell the story. Like I know you were talking about that one mission where like, you know, there's a lot of voice com chatter from the mechs on your side. Yeah. And the story like it's it the story unfolds through the gameplay. That's how you do it. That's how you yeah. do it. That's how you do it. Um I will say before I forget, the game has a really good training mode. I don't know if you went to any of those modules. I think so. So the, the the game is like I mean there, there's like a training when you load it up but then you can actually do like advanced training. Uh I don't remember. I don't, maybe I didn't do the advanced training. Yeah, this this game is like it's easy to hop in. I'm kind of blending our our sections, but it's easy to hop in and just start playing in many ways. It's it's like simple to pick up, tough to master. And that's what's like awesome about it. this is that's like a mark of a good game, right? So I've spent hours just playing a multiplayer, and then I'm like, you know, find, kind of figuring out stuff as I go along. But then I'm like, uh, I want to kind of learn the nuances that some people seem to understand. So um, I'm not even gone through all the trains, but there's advanced training. It's like here's advanced training on like this type of weapon, and the training could be like solid ten minutes long, and really teaches you about that weapon. This is a training on how to use this mech what this mech's like focus and abilities are it's really good like and this under the hood there's uh there's there's just i i like this game the more and more i play it which is a really like i liked it out of the get-go so it's not like you guys invest a lot of time to like it and find out it's good like no you probably as soon as you hop into this game you're gonna be like yeah this is great i like it and it only gets better it's like a slow burn and like you don't need to go through all those advanced trainings, but it's definitely um, as you play the game more, you're going to fight one and you're going to want to get better. Um, and then um, the thing about the multiplayer matches that I played in, like there was never really any blowouts per se. Like it always just felt pretty good and balanced. It always felt close and competitive. Uh, they just really, they've got a good game here. They've got a good game here from that perspective. Um, speaking of, of controls, this is a game that you you use your motion controls for. So, like to go forward, you you take your hand and you grab like the shift and you, you like it's like um you know like an automatic kind of shifter in a car and you like go in four speed or three or reverse. And then on, on on your right, there's like another thing where you 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 grip the controller and you turn your Mac left and right. Then there's another thing you take your hand off and you pull up this thing and that will like kind of be like a jump jet for for your mac um there's a horn you can pull which is hilarious like in a multiplayer here and all these these horns going off um when you want to bail out your mac you pull like an eject thing so it's it's all with motion controls it's very interactive it's it's simplistic enough in a way in, in a good way it's not overly complex to use so i was i was really impressed with that they just need to add in the index individual fingers which would be nice but i mean that's you know it's not really a knock. It's just a nice thing to have. And it's look to aim, which makes it more more accessible. Hell yeah. 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 Versus so, I mean, having to line up exactly like with analog sticks or, or if you had to line up your shot, like say if it was fixed in the center of your mech and then you had to line yeah. it up with the 
sticks inside the game, that would be tough. No, the, the controls like are as good as you could possibly get. It just feels great. It's just so well done. Um, you know, somebody in our Discord asked if they had like HOTA support. It's like this game. If you're in VR, just play with your hands. Play it's like you you don't. Some people like just look like want HOTA support, and that's it. But I think this game doesn't doesn't need anything like that. I don't even know if it has it or not. I'm the like, last update I saw, I saw it adding multiple HOTAS yeah support. So. Got it. Yeah, and I guess if you have an expensive HOTAS setup, you look for any excuse to pull out that bad boy. But yeah. but really, I love. You know, using my hands and steering my piling my Mac that way, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. That eject handle. I one time I was doing a mission and I accidentally pulled it and I just went flying through the air. I was like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? So then, but luckily the, the game lets you adjust it so that you can like put push it out further. To, yeah. to, so it's not as much of an issue. So there's I, a lot of customization. Yeah. Very 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 polished game. Very. Yeah. This is a VR game done right. Um, for sure. All right, what do you think about the immersion? It's the most, this is like peak immersion. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, this is a dream This this is a dream come true for like my, uh, I don't know, how old was I when MacWare came out? 16 maybe, if it came out in 96? This is like, uh, this is like, I can't, like I've been in this game, I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Like, this is this yeah. is kind of, am- I've had so many moments like, this is fucking amazing. This is like, I'm living the, the nerd gamer's dream right now. Yeah, imagine if you if you had like a, a butt kicker or you could wear your haptic vest or something. That's what that's what I would love to see that. Like um this game would haptic vest would be awesome. Just kind of like a low rumble as you move around. Yeah. Or as your Mac is getting hit, like it just rumbles more. Like totally I wanna try to get the devs' attention and just uh ask them to put that in there. Because yeah. that that would be great. That's what it needs. And even when walking around inside the ship, you have inverse kinematics, so you're seeing your hands and your and your arms. I mean, it's like your full arms and like yeah. I can't remember when I looked down. I see you I meant, see your legs. You okay? You see your legs. Okay. Yeah, we didn't even talk about like the way you communicate in this game is clever. Um, there's like a, like a CB radio kind of thing, like a walkie-talkie. Yeah. You grab that's hanging up in your Mac. You, you grab it and you pull it towards yourself, and you just start talking. And then, like, the other Mac pilots can see, like, your avatar appear. Yeah. And there's, like, you've got, like, a camera in your Mac, so you can look at that and interact with it. And, uh, again, just really clever, good immersion things. They could have just had always-on chat, like every game does. But they're like, you know, let's do this, let's do this differently. So you actually have to uh, sacrifice a hand as you're trying to pilot this thing. And you, you, grab the, and you grab the mic and you're trying to talk with that, like... I don't know, man. This is, uh, I'm really excited for this game. Like, I'm really happy that it's out on Quest and it's got a new life. And I, I hope that, I hope that the developers find success with it so that they keep on adding things to it. Like, you know, seasons or some cool unlocks. I mean, it's nice that you don't have to unlock or grind for things, but, um, I, I, I think there's just, this is a world that they keep on working on and adding to the game to keep on pulling you back in. And even I'm going to spend, you know, many more hours with this game like i'm I'm hooked on it um and then hopefully hopefully we're not even done with it even though it's a complete game yeah the one thing about that radio though it, yeah that that's great in multiplayer but in single player that you don't even use it because there's no one there to to listen to you because you know computers and games aren't to the point where we can actually talk to them and they know what we're saying but imagine a day when you can do that you know you can actually like talk to the game and it can actually respond to you intelligently they had that in um 
they had the Watson and Star Trek bridge crew and you could actually give it some orders, but yeah. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. It won't be, it won't be we're not too far away if they, it's probably just a, like a time investment into that. Right. A feature. Yeah. Like there's a character that's like always giving you shit. That woman, Jess, I think her name is like, yeah. she's always like sarcastic and has an attitude. So yeah. what if you could give her attitude back? You know? I give her attitude back by blowing up her Mac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I, I, so for last ability, like I said, I'm going to spend a lot more time with this game. I, I love it. Um, you know, I, I wish I can, I don't know. I'll have to see if they have a discord and uh, start. I want to kind of interact with these devs a little bit. It still says early access game in steam. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's correct. I don't know if, if it, it's a complete game for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't find like a roadmap of where they're going beyond this. They're probably waiting to see what, they're there it, it, how it's doing but um yeah like i said the re- reviews on quest are good the reviews on the pc are good uh it's got a it's got a good community for sure so has multiplayer changed like with this update did something change with that too you know i'm going back four years so it's hard to say yeah, hard to i tell, think there's yeah. more mechs and probably more weapons and maybe more more modes um more levels so maybe. hard to say probably yeah Good variety in levels, by the way. You know, yeah. I think the levels are laid out really well, and um, I don't, I don't know, dude. I'm this game is a nine and a half for me. Like, oh wow, I um, God, it's like, and especially at the price point, twenty four ninety nine. That's ridiculous. Like, that's a that's a steal for this game. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm almost like ignoring the single player in my review. I like it so much from a multiplayer aspect. I almost ding it for the single player but i'd just rather ignore that um you know hopefully they make the adjustments so you can skip the bullshit parts and just go to the game i played so i played this when it first came out in 2018 i played only the multiplayer and i only played it a little bit because like i'm just not that into multiplayer and of course i didn't know anybody to play with then i played the multiplayer once this time i did like team deathmatch Mm -hmm. and i just i just i just don't care i don't Mm -hmm. know why that doesn't do anything for me I guess it's like I have to have some sort of goal I'm working toward. Yet, I'm able to play Pop 1 and enjoy that. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Not yeah, sure. I don't, I don't. So, um, so, like, yeah, campaigns are what usually drive me. I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it... Because I'm, I'm really only rating the campaign here. I'm going to give it an 8. Um... Just because what brings it down are those are those missions in between, because yeah, everyone I've heard when I beat the game, I, the the trophy or achievement was still zero percent have completed the game, because so many few people can get through it, because of how painful the the ship walking around the ship is. Um, no, maybe eight point five. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It deserves it deserves a, it deserves a major penalty for that was yeah. such an ill advised idea. Like, I feel like somebody on that team was really pushing for that and driving that forward, and like, and just didn't listen to. Like, it's just so obviously bad. I'm sure most people playing the game feel that way. That somebody had to really just grind their teeth, like, God damn it, we're we're adding this adding this in there, and it's just <laughs> so it's just so bad. It just yeah. ruins the. It literally ruins the single player campaign for me because I'm not going to deal with that bullshit. 
once you beat the levels, you it lets you select. So like if you wanted to go back and play, you could go straight to a mech mission. And so like you never have to, you don't ever have to do those ever again once you've suffered through them once. I don't even know if this is like my, like imagine this is like your first time putting on VR. Like if that would be like, oh, cool, there's a character. I don't even think on that mm-hmm. level it's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. All right, let's bring it on home. Um, right. Any any closing thoughts in general for the podcast before we close it out for this month? Uh, drawing a blank. Fair enough. I think we did such a good job. What What's left to say? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Go check out Vox Machina. It's a, it's a great game, whether you have it on uh, Quest or if you can get it on PC. I highly recommend it. There's something there if you like single-player campaign, even though it's... It's tough at times, or you like multiplayer the game. Um, I, I, I want to see this game do well. It deserves to do well. Um, but other than that, I'll catch you next month. Take care.